to the hardy wrestling podcast extra with your girl stephanie hardy of course host and creator of the hardy wrestling podcast um host and writer for women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet as well as color commentator for the belladonna division battle club pro and black girl magic 2022 and guess what I am here with you guys on this Sunday afternoon, which I hope you're having a fantabulous Sunday afternoon um, to begin with, to talk about something really special that has happened. So, of course, I do want to start off by saying thank you for supporting my show as I've been doing my Black History Month collaboration series with some of the best in Black wrestling media in terms of all of my episodes with Black Wrestling, The Wrestling Realm, and Those Wrestling Girls. Thank you so much for supporting those. Continue to support those clips as they continue to go out and listen to them and watch them on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to The Hardy Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, and you can catch all of them in the live section. I'm currently working on moving those from the live section to the regular section, but either way, thank you guys so much for supporting it while it was on and also if you watched it later or listen to it later thank you guys so much but black history month seems to be a really crazy month in terms of wrestling due to the idea that history is still continuing to be made each and every day and of course if you know everything that happened this weekend between the all-star game between elimination chamber and then also battle in the valley which was from new japan pro wrestling yesterday so much has happened in fact so much has happened that we can't even wrap our minds around it right like you have Sami Zayn having his big moment in the sun in montreal but then again getting defeated by roman reigns you have so many other different things. You have a star performance from Montez Ford who injured himself, but yet and still did such a good job in that United States title chamber match. And then you had the women's chamber match where Oscar is winning and going to WrestleMania to face off against Bianca Belair for the Raw. So much happened yesterday and all of it is amazing, but I wanted to get on here <laughs> and I knew I was going to do this. I wanted to get on here this afternoon to talk about something that's really special to me um, in my heart of hearts as a wrestling, as a woman's wrestling lover and just a lover of this person, period. Like, I just had to get on here and give Black women flowers because, yes, it is still Black History Month. And I figured 
that there was no one better to talk about in this situation at this point than Miss Mercedes Monet. Oh my God, this beautiful human being decided that she was going to go on a quest um, to New Japan Pro Wrestling and challenge the best of the best over there and also in stardom. And she started off in a big way. Now, for those, of course, now, of course, if you're watching in the chat, wherever you're watching, please be sure to comment and tell me, you know, how you were feeling about this. But of course, Mercedes Monet, who was formerly known as Sasha Banks in the WWE, um, left WWE after creative differences and not feeling necessarily like she was being heard or valued and her and of course Trinity Fatu formerly known as Naomi did that of course we know all about that but a lot of speculation was running around about what was she what was Mercedes Monet going to do at this point what was she going to do with her career was she just going to do movies was she just going to do like training or maybe open her own wrestling school like what was she going to do a lot of people were questioning about it there was a lot of mystery um there were lots of clips that she would post on Instagram and Twitter every now and again showing her in a wrestling ring training but a lot of people didn't know really what for so in the beginning of the year we finally got those answers. She, of course, made her New Japan Pro Wrestling debut at um, Wrestle Kingdom 17 after Kyrie, who was formerly known as Kyrie Sane in WWE, um, defended her IWGP title um, in a really good match against Tom Nakano. But then she made her debut and challenged um, Kyrie and basically hit her with what we now know as the moneymaker um, finisher. And basically said, look, at Ballin the Valley in San Jose, I'm going to leave you bankrupt because I know a thing or two about making history and I want to do this here and now and you can bank on Monet. And so we were all in a frenzy going crazy like, oh my God, this is what she's going to do. This is her persona now. This is her theme song now. But yet you did also have those detractors who were saying negative things about um, the moneymaker move when it first happened. But at the same time, um, yo, mistakes happen. These are human beings. It's okay. But at the same time, though, in the midst of all that, you were still talking about her. And she continues to prove why she is the standard, the blueprint, and the conversation. Because we kept talking about her for weeks on end. And there would be times where she would just go viral just randomly for all of the different things that she would be doing in preparation for said match, training at the New Japan gym, training in Mexico, training in Japan, all of the things. And it was just so wonderful to see her come back and bounce back in such a beautiful way in this capacity because she had been away from wrestling for nine months and we finally got to see what she had been cooking up yesterday into this morning <laughs> for a lot of people because of course that was going on in the west coast they're a little bit behind us in terms of time so it was early for them but it was late for us over here um me and my boyfriend stayed up um watched elimination chamber and then stayed up and watched the rest of battle in the valley for this match so it was well worth the wait. It was absolutely stunning. It was beautiful. And she said everything. And she did everything she said she was going to do to Kyrie. She said, I'm going to leave you bankrupt, beef. And that's exactly what she did. But Miss Kyrie, though, she didn't just let her, you know, she didn't just let her like give it up. But before we get into the match properly, I have to go into what happened before. Um, in preparation 
for the match. Now, before the match got started, they did a press conference with all of the people participating in Battle in the Valley. And shout outs to them. Um, but a lot of people, of course, were watching for this match in particular because it's Mercedes Monet and everybody's eyes were just on it and just ready to see what's going to happen here. And they did their press conference beforehand and they signed the contract, which I thought was really interesting that they did the contract signing, you know, the day of the match. That's something very interesting that we don't normally see in the world of wrestling because usually they'll sign the contract like days before but you know this is different this is new japan so they talked at each other and everything and of course you know if you may or may not remember Kyrie saying like i'm showing you in this pictures she was the pirate princess in wwe and still is the pirate princess and she was known for her insane elbow which is something that she still very much does even now but it impressed a lot of people especially when a lot of the main eyes were on the main young classic which she did go on to win um a few years back and she did such a good job and everybody was really impressed with her and she was brought up to the main roster and really the only biggest amount of success that she had was when she was with the kabuki warriors in terms of being with asuka and tag teaming with her but then she went on to be an ambassador for wwe in japan and then went in and then went ahead and you know left wwe and now she's with new japan so it was really good to see such a great performance from Kyrie in the sense that I hadn't seen her wrestle in a while. And considering this was a dream match that the both of them had for each other, um, it delivered. In fact, it over-delivered. So moving into the press conference, like I mentioned earlier, Miss Mercedes walked in there with a fur coat and this brown suit, like that was just a bodysuit that was just showing all of her amazing, you know, muscles and stuff. And then she had on a gold jewelry with sunglasses with, of course, the wig that we saw her wearing with the flames and the blue um, being burned away. And she came in there just looking like the money that's in her name. She looked amazing. And then Kyrie came in with a gorgeous blue dress holding the title. And of course, they were introduced um, before they sat down and had their words. And Mercedes, of course, signed the contract, you know, after Kyrie signed the contract. And what's funny is the person who's sitting next to Mercedes, I believe, wound up being the person refereeing the match. Um, but yeah, it was kind of just interesting how that happened. And of course, Mercedes was talking about putting women's wrestling on the map, and she made a really astute reference here that as a woman, I could really appreciate. She said that I have been away from wrestling in a wrestling ring for nine months, and I'm ready to, to have a baby, and that baby is the IWGP women's title, and I was like, oh, that's a bar, and it's funny when you think about that, because you think of the gestation period and the preparation period of everything of what it takes in order to actually prepare to have a child. I myself have never had children, but I have mothers in my life who have, you know, made that sacrifice and made that preparation in order to give birth, so with her preparation for this match. You can kind of think of this moment as her birthing process of her having, you know, this moment of her giving birth and showing the world who Mercedes Monet is and winning that title, which is going to be her actual baby. And I just thought that was really cool how she, you know, said that. And 
I also want to give a shout out to uh, my friend Emily May Heller, who works for New Japan here in America. And she's also a um, correspondent for Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet, along with me. I've had the honor and privilege of working with her multiple times um, from NWA Empower Weekend back in 2021, all the way up until now at WOW Superheroes with our after show um, and just watching her blossom more and more into these spaces just makes me really happy because I just remember watching her on After Buzz TV along with TK Trinidad and um, along with her husband, um, Brandon, aka Hobo, shout out to him. Like, I remember watching them and just seeing them now grow into these spaces. It just makes me and my heart really happy. So I'm just really, I was really excited to see her here um, moderating this conversation. So shout out to you, Emily. I love you so much. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow um, when we host the wow show so we can talk about it. Cause Oh my God, girl, you really did. She had an interview. She, she literally moderated the press conference. And then later on, she interviewed Mercedes after the match. So that's just really huge for her. And I'm just really glad she's having this moment. So congratulations to you, Emily May. I love you so much. So after all of the things that happened with the press conference and after Mercedes snatched the title out of poor Kyrie's hands, because of course she just has to make everything all about her, right? Cause she's a star. We get to the match. Um, and this match co-main evented, this is what they said, which I thought was a very interesting parallel to how uh, Mercedes wrestled Bailey in NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and how they were the co-main event next to, I believe, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens. And um, in this Battle in the Valley, they were the co-main event to um, another match. And I don't want to butcher these men's names at all, but the main event was for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. So I thought it was interesting how they were saying this was the co-main event. So while this co-main event was happening, before Mercedes made her debut and her entrance in, she had a couple of dancers out there and her music got started. And of course, if you know the song, do, do, do money, uh, 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 you start dancing and you start feeling it and it's just really cool, right? So, (laughs) um... But then you don't just see her, you see the dancers come out wearing their the money shirts that they've been selling um, here lately since January. And you have these group of people just dancing and getting it on and just really, you know, doing some amazing hip hop choreography, um, which I appreciated and loved. Um, and it was just really cool. And then and then what's so funny is on Twitter, I found a picture of these guys. You know, they looked really amazing. I love the aesthetic of them dancing, which seems to be something that um, was an all around tribute to a person, which I will get to in a minute. But as they were dancing and stuff, I was just really into it because I was just like, I love this song. I love the aesthetic. I was just like, this is really different because. Mercedes hasn't ever really like come out with a dance with like a dance troupe before. We've seen her come out with her cousin Snoop Dogg. We've seen her um, ride out on a car. We've seen her just walk out, you know, with a coat on. But we've never really seen her, you know, actually utilize bigger bodies like like bigger bodies like this in terms of, you know, a presentation wise type of thing. So I thought this was really cool. I like the dancers. Shout out to the dancers. Like whoever you guys are, you guys did amazing. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the um, choreography. 
And then after they separated, they made room for Mercedes Monet to make her entrance. And she came out in this beautiful black and silver jacket. Um, and then as soon as she turned around, I mean, I saw her hair and her hair was like pink and purple and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's cute. But then as soon as she turned around, you see this outfit, this outfit. And when I saw the color scheme and the mask, I audibly gasped and I was just like, I know what this is. I knew exactly what this was. I saw Hana Kimura the moment she turned around and I saw the color scheme. And then of course you had the body part that said the, the wrap, the, I don't want to say it's a waist trainer. It's not a waist trainer, but the bustier, I'm going to call it a bustier for now, um, that had her name in the middle and the color scheme. It was just all around, um, Kahana Kimura. And I just love that she was paying tribute to her and tribute to Japanese women's wrestling in this way. And I was just blown away by it. And there were a lot of people, including um, Alex, Queen of the Ring, um, shout out to her, who said, who is also a host of, um, a, of, a, of the Church of Joshi podcast. She said she was sobbing. And I can totally understand why um, she would have been sobbing or any fan of Japanese women's wrestling would have been sobbing because um, if you may or may not remember, here's another look at her outfit when she took off the coat and she came out with the um, ribbon cape that was just going going ham, going crazy. Like, I just love the colors, the color scheme of it. It's just so beautiful. Um, and there's more of it right there. But of course, if you may or may not know, in 2020, of course, this was during the pandemic, Hana Kimura was this beautiful um, Japanese women's wrestler who was also a reality show star. And she, I did not know who she was exactly, but if you know her story, she, or if you may or may not know her story, she passed away from suicide because something had happened on the reality show that she was on and she was being cyber bullied for it. And her mental health and her emotional health was very fragile and she couldn't take it anymore and she took her own life and she was very very young like I say maybe a few years younger than I am I'm 29 so maybe maybe she was at least 23 or 24 years old and the world was so ahead of her and the thing that makes me so sad is the fact that she felt like she didn't she was isolated and that no one was on her side and she would hurt herself in this way and now she's no longer with us and it was such a tragic loss um across the wrestling landscape and a lot of people even in wwe including mercedes would wear different armbands and stuff that said hana on it because she was loved and she was appreciated for what she offered in terms of wrestling and the idea of her life being taken away so soon by her own hands was just so, such a tragic situation and it was just really terrible to hear about and considering we were all in isolation at that time, it felt like every loss that we had endured in wrestling that year was just really was just was all it was already tough, but it was even more tougher given the circumstances of the world. And my thoughts and prayers and good energies are always with Hanukkah's family and friends because it's just not a very easy thing to deal with um, when you lose someone in that way. And I hope that she knows that through this show of love from Mercedes that she knows that her spirit um 
and who she was as a person is loved and is appreciated. Um, I just, I hope that from somewhere she was watching this and she saw it and she was just like, oh my God, like, like people really did love me. So I'm sure her spirit, you know, is on a higher plane and she's getting rest and she's far away from all of the evilness of this world. Um, but that's what she was paying tribute to. Like even with the, um, furry boots and the color and the coloring and the, um, face mask and everything, Mercedes did that. And when I went back and looked and did some research, Hannah really did come out with a dance troupe <laughs> like this. And I believe they were called the um the Tokyo Street Crew or something like that. And they came out and in one of her interests at stardom years ago, and I believe it was in 2019. And she had basically the same type of entrance. So Mercedes really did, you know, pay tribute to her in that beautiful of a way with the dance troupe and all of that. And I just thought that was just such a beautiful way to pay tribute to her. And of course, if you look closely right here, you see Hana and the um, face mask and the gun um, that she had out. But, you know, she didn't come, Mercedes didn't come out with the gun, but you get the aesthetic of it from these pictures here. So if you're watching, you get the aesthetic of it. So either way, it was such a beautiful tribute. So beautiful. Hana Kimura, you are absolutely loved and appreciated here on the Hardy Wrestling Podcast. So moving forward back to the match, Kyrie made her entrance. And this was so good to see because I remember, you know, feeling, you know, really happy and hype whenever I would see Kyrie um, come out in her pirate gear because I thought it was just so unique and special because it's not something that you really see every day, you know, in terms of American women's wrestling. You really don't see people dressed as pirates like that. So I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, and also I was one of those people who was really manifesting for Kyrie to stay in WWE just so she could do the pirate thing for the WrestleMania that was, um, geared towards the Raymond James stadium and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So she could be on a pirate ship. That would have been epic, but you know, things just didn't turn out that way. But I just thought this was really cool. Her entrance was amazing. She came in there ready to go. And from this picture right here, as you can see, they were giving each other like the stare, like, girl, let's do this. Because Kyrie was looking to prove that just because you're here and you're bringing all these eyes and all this spotlight to New Japan does not mean that you're just going to run over me and I'm just going to let you take my title away from me. You're going to have to earn it. And dang it. Did she earn it? Oh, this match was fantastic from beginning to end. This lockup, you know, usually I remember um, Mercedes said in an interview once that whenever she locks up with someone, that's how she can tell, you know, that they're that her and her opponent are going to have a good time. And I really feel like maybe this was one of those moments because this lockup was just, you know, kind of cool. I was just like, OK, here we go. We're going to we're, we're about to start fighting. But before they started fighting, you know, they had a moment where the crowd was cheering for the both of them, cheering for Kyrie, cheering for Mercedes. The crowd was split down the middle. And I hope those people in those in the audience, you know, feels extremely blessed that they got to experience this live, like in person. Like, oh, my God, you guys are so lucky. But, yeah, um, they locked up and it was time to get it cracking. And this was a part that I really enjoyed in this picture, um, if you're watching. So 
this part, it just seemed like, you know, they were trying to like, it was almost like an arm wrestling match, except it was more of an upper body wrestling match where they were trying to outmatch each other in power and outlift each other and sort of, you know, flex the other person backwards to see who was going to bend. And Mercedes did it first and then Kyrie did it back to her. And it was just like a show of strength from both of the women. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I feel like this picture belongs like in a museum or like on um a desktop wallpaper on a certain person's computer will probably be mine but whatever we're gonna move on um <laughs> and I just thought that was just really cool like how they were just trying to outpower each other in the beginning I just loved it I loved every inch of that and then you had Kyrie you know backing Mercedes into the corner and just giving her those hard strikes in the chest like they were really hitting each other you know with their hands and everything and I just thought that was cool um and another thing that I absolutely enjoyed from Mercedes Monet, which is something that you can come to expect from her, is the fact that when she decides to pick on a body part that you utilize as your strongest asset, she's going to pick on it. And she started working on Kyrie's arm and elbow really early in the match. Like right here in this picture, she had tied up um Kyrie's elbow like in the turnbuckle right here like she came in ready to play those games and right here in this picture she was just like uh-uh ain't gonna be no elbow today ain't gonna be no elbow today and I was just like oh this is the woman I know and love <laughs> this is the woman I know and love who's going to destroy you bit by bit and this is what made me fall in love with her in the first place ain't gonna be no elbow today so I loved it and then, of course, they brought the action back into the ring and there was lots of submission work from the both of them. Mercedes was really trying to work on that arm, tie it up and all of the above in multiple submissions. And then Kyrie was doing the same thing to her, too. Um, and then there was just a couple of moments where it seemed like Mercedes had the upper hand. She was standing on top of um, Kyrie in this picture. Like these are pictures that I took myself, by the way. So, you know, if if they're not the greatest, then. I apologize. But yeah, um, she was standing on top of her shoulders. It was just, it was giving everything it was supposed to give. And there was just a lot going on in this match where you could just see that they were giving the best of everything to each other. Like, I believe in this part, this was where Mercedes had turned Kyrie upside down in the tree of woe is what they call it on commentary and started kicking her in her shoulders and in her chest. And I was like, God dang, what are you doing? <laughs> and I mean, it was just over and over again. Like, yeah, it was almost like she was riding on a bike. It was crazy. And then right around here, this is where um, I thought maybe Mercedes was going to lose. Maybe um, it was a couple moments where I thought she was going to lose, but Kyrie jumped on to the top rope and then hit her and actually stomped on her chest as she was hanging up. And I was just like, God dang, Kyrie, you are a savage. I loved it. Um, and there were uh, all kinds of different like pins and stuff where you really thought it was about to be over with but it wasn't Kyrie tried to submit her a couple times it didn't work um but then they brought the fight outside and this is where I could hear Michael Cole in my head say Meteora and <laughs> I just can't let it go I'm sorry I just I know this ain't it no more this is this you know this isn't that era no more I know it's not but when Mercedes jumped on her with both of her knees on out, outside the ring from the ring ever I was like you know what this is the meteora 
and I can hear his voice, Michael Cole's voice going meteor. <laughs> and I just couldn't stop. I couldn't stop hearing it in my head. But I was so excited when she did it because I was like, ah, this is hot. You know, I was just so excited. And then she tried to do it again from the top rope, but I believe um, she either missed or wait, no, this was where she didn't miss it. She hit it and then she tried to cover Kyrie and Kyrie kicked out. And then Mercedes was frustrated and she was yelling at the referee saying, you have got to be kidding me. That was three. She was like, Ruff! like she will yell at a referee, baby. When she ain't getting her way, she will holler. And that's what was happening. Um, and then there was another part where I think Mercedes tried to hit Kyrie with another move with her legs, but then um, Kyrie ducked under it and then wound and wound up submitting both of her legs and then started reaching backwards to just sort of, you know, bend her back. Um, and I know on commentary, they were saying they, they called it a figure four or a variation of a figure four, but I don't think that was what that was at all. No disrespect to um, Aiden English and the other man who was on commentary with him, whose name I don't know. Um, but I don't think that was what that was. But either way, this submission was really cool on Kyrie. The fact that she was doing that, you know, to her legs and trying to bend her backwards, like, nah, I'm going to submit you. But Mercedes did not give up. She was clearly suffering, as you see in this picture, suffering, suffering, suffering. But she refused to give up. Like, she just, no, there was too much on the line here. Too much on the line. And I believe this is where a pin happened. But then, you know, Kyrie kicked out of that. And... This was where I believe this was where my heart smiled even more. Not only did she do a meteora, she did a Bailey to belly, which is of course your your um belly to belly suplex, but she did a a belly to belly, a Bailey to belly. And her bestie Pam aka Bailey was in the audience with her. And after it happened, everybody was freaking out and thought, and she thought she was going to win with that. But here again, Kyrie kicked out and the whole crowd was chanting, Bailey, 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 Bailey. And what's so funny is Bailey was in the audience along with um, Tamina and along with Trinity Naomi. They were watching this match. They were in the audience with the with they were in the audience with all the fans. And it was just so cool to know that they were there to support her in that way. And I don't have a picture of them, um, sadly, but I really feel like if you've seen them on social media, you know that if you do not have friends like Bailey slash Pam, Trinity and Tamina, then what type of friends do you have? Reevaluate your circle, please. Reevaluate your circle. If there's anything that you, if you don't learn anything else from this episode of this HWP Extra, please know to reevaluate your circle and know you know, who your real friends are because they have been there for her every step of the way, supporting her every step of the way. And you love to see this level of sisterhood, you know, for in wrestling, because folks out here be, be loving to like, make it seem like we don't like each other or that we're catty towards each other, or like we don't support each other. And that could be further. That's the furthest from the truth. We support each other, okay? So just, just don't let nobody believe that. And if they are living proof of that, then they are living proof of that. They were in the audience supporting Mercedes the entire time. Bailey was even wearing like a suit that was made out of money. <laughs> That's love, okay? That's real love. And her hitting and Mercedes doing that belly to belly really blessed me. I loved it. 
And she thought she was going to win right here. But she was like, oh, my God, what do I have to do? Miss Mercedes was like, what do I have to do in order to win this match? I've pulled out the best of the best of everything I got to offer this girl. But then she don't. And she ne- she didn't even stop there. It don't end there. <laughs> she weakened Kyrie. And was going to call herself starting the Three Amigos, which of course were made famous by the late, great Eddie Guerrero, whom we love, and who is one of her biggest inspirations as to getting into wrestling in the first place. She started the Three Amigos and she got two out of the three. But when she started the three and started doing the shimmy, Kyrie reversed it and basically like, you know, wasn't having it. And right when you thought all of the shenanigans were done, Miss Ma'am, <laughs> and when Kyrie was getting ready to hit Mercedes with the cutlass, which is her back fist, her spinning back fist is what they call it, it's her cutlass, Mercedes pulled the referee in the way to take the bullet for her. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny. And then when you look back at it, if you go back and watch it on Fight TV, because I do recommend you do, she was looking like, did I do that? And I was like, yes, you did. You did that. And then Kyrie was like, did you really like, she was really angry at her. She was pissed. She was like, how dare you pull this referee in the way, you know, when I'm finna get ready to hit you. And so she started and she ran after her and started beating up on her outside of the ring and everything that was fighting on the ramp and on the stage. And then when, um, Mercedes looked like she was down on the other side where there was all the um production stuff. Kyrie jumped from the um the ramp and onto Mercedes, but then Mercedes caught her and hit her and knocked her out and laid her out on the production thing. And then she pulls out a table. This freaked me out because I didn't know they was acting like that over there. But okay, this is what we doing. This is New Japan and we can pull our tables anytime we want to. And then this was also really smart because in New Japan, they don't have a 10 count like we do. They have a 20 count. And then the referee was out. So there was really no count going on. So Mercedes was smart enough to utilize all of that. Mercedes and Kyrie both were smart enough to utilize that to their advantage and go outside and try to destroy each other on the outside. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I loved it. And then she pulled the table out and then she acted like she was going to crash Kyrie through the table. But then Kyrie started beating up on her. Um, and then she slipped through her and then slammed her down through the table. So Mercedes ate a table shot here. And I was like, my God in heaven. I was gagging. I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal. I was just, oh, they were really giving it to each other. And I was just so happy. And I'm sorry if you guys can't see me, but the sun is beaming directly in my room. But either way, um, this was insane. It was absolutely insane. <laughs> I just couldn't believe any of this was happening in front of me. But then, of course, they made it back to the ring. They made it back. Um, And there was this point where I believe Mercedes was climbing up on the top rope and she was about to hit the frog splash, hit another shade of Eddie Guerrero. But Kyrie got her knees up and her knees hit Mercedes in the in the midsection. And so after that point, you know, it was looking kind of bleak at that point but and then Kyrie turned it around and actually hit her with the bank statement even though I know it's not called the bank statement no more respect um I don't know what we're gonna call this now the CEO statement the check I, I don't know I don't know I'm, I'm all out of money puns 
But <laughs> the credit statement, the I don't know. But I'm all out of money puns. But either way, she locked her in. And it looked like she really was going to tap out here. Like, this is where another moment where I got kind of scared. I was like, oh, my God, Mercedes, Mercedes, come on. And she had her by the chin, just locking it in, locking it in, locking it in, locking it in. But on commentary, they did continue to call it a cross face, which is okay. I get that. But, you know, old habits die hard, guys. But, yeah, she was just locking it in, right? But then after that point, as she was locking it in, Mercedes continued with the crafty antics and she bit Kyrie's hand. <laughs> she bit her. She really bit her. Look at me. Look at me in this picture. You see this? She bit Kyrie's hand. <laughs> she bit it. Like, ah, like, I'm going to eat it. Ah, that's what she was doing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But I'm not surprised because this is also the same woman who used Bianca Belair's braid to tie her up for the bank statement and try to like kick her in her head and tried to break Bailey's hand when it was already injured. So I'm not surprised, but I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, you really biting her hand right now. Woo! It was just getting real rough. But anyway, oh, oh, I love women's wrestling. So we finally reached a point <laughs> where um, they kind of hooked up with both of their arms and lifted each other up. And they were trying to like hit each other to break out of it. But then I believe Mercedes lifted up Kyrie on her back, as you can see in this picture. And not only did she lift her up on her back. Well, yeah, this is what I was just talking about right here. She lifted it up on her back and hit her with the money maker no miz though the money maker which is that move that everybody said that she had messed up in her debut the move that everybody was like oh well she botched it and she didn't sound like this and da, 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 da. she botched it what da, da, da. well she didn't botch it in the ring she didn't mess it up when it counted and if she did mess up whatever like i said in in the programming like before earlier we all mess up we all fall down but it only matters is how you get back up and miss mercedes hit this move so smooth and so rough i was just like whoa i was just like oh i couldn't believe it i feel like this picture should be a meme um <laughs> like when the liquor hits too hard or something but yeah like she hit her with the money maker and as soon as you could breathe or blink after it happened Mercedes won. She covered her for the one, two, three, and won. Mercedes is now the IWGP Women's World Champion. She came in in her debut on January the 4th or the 5th, one of the two. It was late. Um, <laughs> one of the two, and called her shot and said that she was going to leave Kyrie bankrupt. And that's exactly what she did with the moneymaker. She made her money and left and left Kyrie bankrupt. Like, she won. Like, really, she won. And after she won, you could see her sobbing and crying a little bit as if she was in shock from it all. Like, even in this picture, even though the referee is blocking, you could see her holding her head like, oh, my God. Like, what? Like she really did that. 
And it was just such a beautiful moment. And even though I know Miss Mercedes is a heel and probably one of the best women heels we've ever seen, she held out her hand to Kyrie. And um in a in a form of basically sportswomanship. And they had a moment where they picked each other up and they hugged each other. And I was like, oh my God. Hugging each other in the ring after it was all over, grabbing each other's heads, congratulating each other, loving on each other in this moment. These are two women of color in the prime of their career, loving on each other in victory because Kyrie did not lose. She may have lost the title properly, but she didn't necessarily lose this match because she had, she did a phenomenal job, an absolute phenomenal job. And Mercedes rose to the occasion. She rose to the occasion. Like, hold up. Y'all need to listen to me. She rose to the occasion. Okay. Full on rose. Rose. Okay. Because I can't tell you how many times. I need to make the screen bigger so y'all can see me. I can't tell you how many times I have heard people doubting her over and over again. Doubting whether or not she would be able to rise to this type of wrestling as if, you know, WWE wrestling or as if New Japan wrestling is something, you know, completely different or something like that. Talking about, you know, can she do it? Can she handle strong style? She got bruises one time. Like, is she used to getting hit this hard and all this other stuff? Like, can she do it? Can she transition? Or is she just, you know, a flash in the pan and all this other mess? I don't want to hear no more. I don't want to hear it anymore. Do you understand me? This woman, and not only is she just a woman, this black woman, got up here and trained to the best of her ability. She had no ring rust throughout this whole match. So whoever said she had rust, you know. If she, this woman, while she was absent from WWE, took the time to train hone her craft and she did this while she was in WWE she trained she honed her craft she went to New York to House of Glory with, with Amazing Red she went to Japan to train to their gym she went to Mexico to train in Lucha because some of them transitions she was doing into them um submissions that she had going on that's lucha stuff, okay? She trained in all these different forms of wrestling combat in order to prepare for this match, to be here for this part of her wrestling career. And y'all want to sit here, sit here and dog her out and doubt her abilities? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear it again. I never want to hear it again. You cannot doubt this woman's abilities. You cannot her greatness. You cannot doubt her shine. You cannot doubt her hustle. You cannot doubt Mercedes nothing. And I know I'm a professional in most cases, but when it comes to Mercedes Monet, I love her very much. And I just want to be able to go on record saying that I am passionate. Okay. This show's motto is chill, positive and passionate you got the positive you got some of the chill but you finna get all of this passion today and this woman did it she called her shot she knew she knew her greatness when the universe and other people backstage you know in wwe was acting like she wasn't who she was like she wasn't offering what she had to offer they were playing in her face 
And she said, bet, you want to play in my face? I can play somewhere else. And that's exactly what she did. And baby, she did that. She is the IWGP champion for a reason. She trained and she worked hard for this moment. She told us a long time ago that her biggest dream was to go to Japan if she didn't make it to WWE. because She didn't think she would make it to WWE, but she was so excellent that they had to have her in WWE right then. And then Japan had to come later. But here she is at the age of 30 or 31 years old, and she made it. She turned herself into more of the into more of a wrestling superstar than she already was to rise to the occasion to face someone like Kyrie who was well versed in Japanese strong style for the women and she beat she beat her for the title. I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't want to hear nothing else. Mercedes Monet is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. There is no debate. Yes, I know you could bring up Charlotte. Yes, I know you could bring up Bianca Belair. You could bring up Trish Stratus. You could bring up Lita. You can bring up Jacqueline. You can bring up Jazz. You can bring up anybody you want. And I appreciate that argument. And, I, and those women are fantastic. They're amazing. They're wonderful for what they have done. But right now, this woman has consistently been great for over 10 years. Over 10 years. It is 2023 and she is still great in a whole other promotion that most casual wrestling fans might not have ever truly decided or wanted to truly pay that much attention to outside of people in the company bringing them up. But guess what? New Japan has a star and her name is Mercedes Monet. Stardom has a star and her name is Mercedes Monet. And she loves women's wrestling, not just for herself, but for other women. She stands up for other women. She sees it for other women in this sport. And she is here for it. She is not apologizing for her greatness or for her light because she's been doing that for way too long. And it's time to stop. It is time. It's time to stop now. She is in her 30s now. I have been told multiple times that once you turn 30, there is a certain reckoning that you have where you decide to stop, you know, sort of like, prancing around other people and trying to like hide yourself and you start being the full totality of who you are in your womanhood this is what she's doing and dang it if this is what her 30s look like I am ready for mine because yes because <laughs> yes 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 oh my god I'm just so proud of her I'm so proud of her I'm proud of her so I'm just so proud of her like she is a black woman doing this in this space. And it is so hard because in society, when you are a black woman, they expect you to do two times or three times as much in order to get half the rewards. And she is a living proof that you don't have to, that you can take some time and rest and recollect yourself. But when you recollect yourself and you decide to get everything back that the world owes you from what you put into it, you can get it. You can get it. She is a shining example of that. She is the greatest. She is the absolute greatest. And I don't want to hear anybody else talking reckless on her name and making it seem like she ain't what she is. She is the greatest. She is the GOAT. She is the standard. She is the conversation. She is the blueprint, and she is my favorite in my heart. She is my favorite in my heart, and there's so much that she can do. Even with Kyrie, like, 
I, congratulations to her because she did fantastic. I could talk about her all day. But it's so funny when you think about everything she and Trinity went through after just wanting to be in stories that make sense for the tag division in WWE. They stood up for themselves, spoke out for what they wanted, were, tra were trashed and chastised for it, basically destroyed for it online. And they put the titles down and went home because they knew what they truly deserved. They knew they deserved better and they deserved to be on top in things that make sense. And she, they both are in better places. I hope they both are in better places in their own lives and they're healing, they're doing what they need to do. They're celebrating, they're resting. They're just being unapologetically themselves in this space. I'm so proud of them and I will never stop being proud of them. Like it just blows my mind that this was where we were. And now this is where we're at. We still don't know what Trinity's going to be doing. But as far as Mercedes goes, she's good. She has the IWGP World Women's title. The world is hers. She was the topic of conversation along with Elimination Chamber and everybody freaking out over Sammy and Roman. She deserves to be in those types of conversations. Don't know about don't let don't let anybody ever tell you that you are not a star when you know you are. Don't ever let nobody tell you that, oh, you should. It's so funny because I was struggling with this myself. Like you should change who you are or you shouldn't be this way because you see other people getting all kinds of attention, you know, and all that. You have to water your own grass. Like my boyfriend said, like you got to water your own grass and focus on what you got going on instead of focusing so hard on what everybody else got going on. Like you don't understand. Like this is something I struggle with, too. But watching Mercedes rise in this way and rise to the occasion of this makes me stand up taller in this wrestling space and want to do more, be more, and just be unapologetic in who I am and just be unapologetic with the best in my field. She just makes me want to do it. And to close this show out, she tweeted today, always bank on yourself. Hashtag Monet. Hashtag CEO. Hashtag IWGP Women's Champion. That's the lesson. Always bank on yourself. Always bet on yourself. Always know that even though life might be hard and all this crazy stuff might be going on and you might be working in this field where you know you put in 10 times the work as most other people, but you feel like you're being ignored. You feel like no one really sees you. You feel like, you know, it's not going to pay off or your dreams can't come true. She is a living embodiment of that, of, of, of that actually being real. And I'm just so proud of her. In the comments, Bobby Batito, thank you for watching and saying, I'd like to see Mercedes versus Mayu Iwatani or Mariah May for the championship. I would like to see that too, because I've never seen those two wrestle before, but I'm glad you brought that up because the world is hers. She could face whoever she wants to now. And this will give so it will give great eyes to the women's division in New Japan and also with stardom. I'm so excited for them for having this moment because it just seemed like only a few months ago folks was tripping off of one of the ooh, 
I'm sorry, y'all, one of the girls being number one on the PWI Women's 150, and Bianca wasn't number one. She was number two. And it was like, don't nobody know who they are, but no, stardom really has great stuff going on, and they deserve that type of attention. So, ugh. We are in a beautiful place, guys. The sun. Oh, <laughs> the sun, guys. We are in a beautiful place. And I'm just so happy that she is having this crowning glory, this shining moment. So bet on yourself. I'm so proud of her. This is a Mercedes Monet account. <laughs> I'm so proud of her. So, of course, you know, as I'm still on or after this is posted on my YouTube channel um, or as you see clips of it, please tell me what was your favorite parts of this match if you did watch it live or even if you were in attendance. Like, and if you see this, please let me know how you felt about watching this match in person or, you know, just as I'm sharing clips of it, just let me know how you felt about this match. How do you feel about the trajectory of women's wrestling and how this, how this moment in particular will help it to move forward? Like, just tell me, you know, interact with me online and on Instagram and on Twitter and stuff and just tell me how you felt. But Mercedes is always my girl. She is my goat. Whenever anybody brings up a man who's the GOAT in wrestling, like, if somebody brings up Roman as the GOAT, I always say, nah, Mercedes is the GOAT. And I say it with my chest, my whole chest, okay? She is the GOAT. And I am so proud of her. She is, she is us, and I am just so happy for her. And I just had to get on here and say that. I knew that after this match, whether she won or lost, I was going to come on here and talk about it. I just had to. So... Congratulations to Mercedes Monet Vernado. And thank you for caring about women's wrestling so much and not making it seem like we're crazy for loving women's wrestling as much as you do and for you continuing to raise the bar, to push the envelope, and to create the narrative that women's wrestling deserves to be valued and loved and appreciated. You're not the only one who does it, but the way you do it, girl. It's excellence. It's black excellence. Pure black excellence. Thank you so much. So that wraps up this episode of HWP Extra. But before I go, I have to say, I would love for you guys to go on foryourwear.com slash hardy wrestling podcast and buy my Alabama wrestling t-shirts and hoodies. They are available and they celebrate the absolute best in Alabama wrestling um, figures such as Teddy Long, Sensational Sherry, um, Kayla Braxton, Paul Bearer, Fuego Del Sol, AQA, and Deborah. So please, if you have a mind to support um, podcast merchandise, please support mine. That's foryourwear.com slash Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Please buy the shirts. They come in all sizes. And buy the hoodies if you have a mind to. I know the weather is warming up a little bit, but still, you know, buy it for a special someone who you might know, even whether you're from Alabama or not. If you love any of the people on this shirt, please buy it. And then it will be a very, a really great conversation piece. Did you know that in Alabama, blah, 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 blah. That would be cool because Alabama deserves our things when it comes to wrestling. We deserve our credit. And I hope this t-shirt is one of the ways in which I can do it. And I'm also thinking about newer merch too. So be on the lookout for that on social media as I continue to work on that. 
And also, if you want to check me out on other platforms, you can also check me, your girl Stephanie Hardy, out on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Check me out on Mondays on the Wow Women of Wrestling Superheroes After Show, along with like my with my friend Emily May Heller, who I mentioned earlier, who had her moment um, um, with New Japan this weekend, and in Cat We Trust. Katrina, who just had Rebby Hardy on her show in Cat We Trust. So if you haven't checked that out, please do. Of course, Rebby Hardy is the wife of Matt Hardy, the iconic um, tag team wrestler and also champion in his own right. And she's also the mother to all of their beautiful children. And she's the mother to the goth baby. So <laughs> please check out that interview as well. And then you can also check me out on the SmackDown and AEW Rampage after show with Dreon Santana, our editor-in-chief with Women's Wrestling Talk every Friday night. Um, please check that out. And also check out my articles that I've written for Women's Wrestling Talk Um as well, especially my most recent article where I wrote about Janelle from HR from the Jobber Tears podcast for Black History Month, because we're highlighting Black women in wrestling media. And I had the honor and privilege of writing about her. And I'm so glad that she is my friend and my colleague and my sister in this thing um, of wrestling media. And it was just an honor to get to write about her because she's fantastic. So please go on www.talkpod.com and check out my articles and also continue to support the after shows and everything else that we're doing for the sake of the brand for Women's Wrestling Talk. Um, and I believe that's really all I have to promote at this point. So until next time. This is your girl. Yeah, I have to stoop down a little bit because the sun was beaming dead in the camera. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, but that's the price you pay when you do a show during the day and not at night. <laughs> but either way, thank all of you guys for watching um, this special HWP Extra episode on Mercedes Monet versus Kyrie from Battle in the Valley. And thank you for supporting The Hardy Wrestling Podcast. Of course, you can listen to The Hardy Wrestling Podcast everywhere you get your shows audio-wise. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, and other places you can listen to it audibly. And you can also watch on my YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe to The Hardy Wrestling Podcast. You see the logo over there? Well. I'm pointing in the wrong direction, guys. I'm sorry. But you see the logo. When you go on YouTube, look up The Hardy Wrestling Podcast, and you'll see the logo that's on the screen right there. You'll see the logo right there. And that's where I am, and you can catch all the video episodes there, all the lives there. You can catch it all right there. Um, just continue to support the brand. I made it to 144 subscribers this week from all of my collaborations that I did for Black History Month. So here again, please check those out. And I'm not finished with the collaborations just yet. I have one more on the horizon. So please be on the lookout for that as well as other stuff that's on the way this week too. So please check that out. So of course, this has been your girl, Stephanie Hardy of the hard wrestling podcast your chill positive and passionate show and until next bye y'all and remember mercedes monet is the go bye y'all for real <laughs>